faster. We're going down on South Park. Come on, let's make some time. We're going down on South Park. We'll leave you feeling fine. Strap on those headphones. We'll worm into your brain. Once our lips reveal those tips, you'll never be the same. We're going down on South Park. We'll moan and tell you why. We're going down on South Park. But this is our final rhyme. <laughs> Howdy ho, South Parketeers. I'm Sean O'Brien. I'm going down on South Park. Howdy ho! <laughs> I'm Sean Fall. I'm going down on South Park, too. Hi, I'm Joey Bonnier, and I'm also going down on South Park. <laughs> Welcome to Going Down on South Park, episode number 2005, <laughs> entitled Douche in Danish. First premiered October 19th, 2016. Once again, that is today. Um, quick shout Dean. out, by the way, to Trey Parker. It is his birthday today. Aww. Happy birthday, Trey. Trey. Happy, birthday, Trey. Happy birthday, Trey Parker. Um, you wonderful right. man, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, little background information. This is continuing in the, the kind of complete series, uh, you know, Total Do you have Trey Parker's birthday on your like calendar? Does it like pop up and remind you on Facebook? I don't know how I saw it. To be honest with you, I don't know how I saw it. I saw it either on Instagram. I think it might have been Instagram. Come mm. to think of it, I saw it there, and then I looked it up to confirm before I started rolling. But gotcha. uh, it just worked out. Yes, today's his birthday. Mm. Um, uh, anyway, as far as the history of today, <laughs> from what's going on in the world, um, we just had the town hall debate. I'm sorry, no, no. We just had the uh, the third, third and debate. final debate between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump happened a couple hours ago. Um, this episode didn't was obviously wasn't able to touch on that, um, but it did touch on the town hall debate a little bit, I guess, more or less. We're going to talk about that. Um, Trump's comments on women we talked about a little bit last week, but it's since come out, um, you know, the actual actions themselves. I guess we can get into that if we need to. One of the biggest things as well, however, Trump's been talking about a rigged election, um, and that's that's been pretty heavy in the news, which played in. And uh, WikiLeaks, I think, played a little bit of a part in this episode. Emmy Winks. Levy Wakes, actually. <laughs> the cousin of Levy Wakes. Levy Wakes. Wiki Lakes. <laughs> um, so that's what's going on there. But let's uh, let's just start off. So first sure. impressions. What did you think, Joey? I loved it. I thought it was one of my favorite episodes, if not the best episode of the season. Really? Oh, wow. Uh, I thought it was so cinematic, this episode. I thought it was so mm. movie-esque. Although I've been saying that all season. I loved the musical cues here. The Star Wars <laughs> stuff was unbelievable to me. The the tribute to the old A New Hope when mm -hmm. they did the Death Star trench run. Yep. When when they were all, you know, Skankon 42 checking in. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was so great. Um, I just, I, I loved all of it. I thought it was so well put together. It, it came together very well, all the different storylines. Yeah. And I, I had such great laughs. I, like, I really laughed hard, I would say, at least four or five or six times. Do you remember your hardest laugh for this one? Let's see if I look. Yeah, what did you write down for favorite um, ones? Cartman and Heidi whispering, I think. <laughs> It lasted so it long. It lasted really long, and it was just wonderful, like, just the way they did. And they even went farther into it. Like, at first you could hear what they were saying, and then they definitely went to unintelligible, <laughs> random dialogue, and Have I just Have you ever been it. in a conversation like that with a girl where you just kind of, like, where every, you know everybody hates you, but you're just so smitten and so stuck in it, you have to— I gotta say no. I'm not, I've never done that. I'm really <laughs> proud of myself for never doing that. Um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past me though. I, that's something I would be capable of. Shawnee Fa, have you ever have you ever been in a conversation like that with a girl? The fuck do you think? <laughs> yeah, that's a big no. What the hell? I, right, take it easy. I would answer that one. <laughs> take it easy, butters. <laughs> um, what, so first impressions, Sean. Um, I wasn't as uh, up on it as uh, Mr. Bonnier over there, but um, I was. No. Um, no, it's certainly a good episode, and like it, it's on par with the whole season. But I, I still think there were uh, 
at least the first episode was stronger. And it's a good point. It's very hard for me to differentiate from episode to episode because yeah, they're yeah. all so well tied together. I haven't yeah. been able to figure. I haven't. I, it's really hard for me to rank at the moment. That's true. I'm sorry. But, continue. Um, they're all flavors of good. I really yeah. haven't had a, a, a yeah for a, sure. Sometimes there is a dud episode. I just simply have not seen anything close to that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with with this one, there were there were definitely strong moments and there were strong laughs, but I just didn't feel like completely engaged the whole time. I, maybe that's just me. Maybe it was. Yeah, maybe but, is it because there's just so many storylines that if one does slightly falter, there's three or four or five that hold the rest of the episode. That's up. a good yeah, point. Yeah, I, I think it's that most of the storylines aren't revolving around the kids, so I feel a little bit less connected to the adults in the world than the sure. kids in the world. Sure. So, like, you know, every time you go to a Garrison moment, yes, it's amusing, but you don't have that same connection that you do when it's, like, a Kyle and Stan moment. Okay. Oh, I forgot one also my one of my favorite moments, I want to say. Um, it was just simple. It, when when Garrison came back to start teaching and he mentioned, like, something about a ball, and then <laughs> Butters just said, a bouncy ball? Yeah. <laughs> That was it. That I was, didn't get that. Oh, no. He I, was just asking for it was just a adjectives. And, uh, Got it. Okay. Yeah, that was Butters and was just, just Butters totally just, in the moment. He was just so sweet yeah. and innocent. It was just perfect Butters. But like, it seems to me that you're right, that the storylines are not focusing enough on the on as much on the boys. So when we get a little moment, yeah, a little exactly. snippet of Butters, I'm like, ooh, I love it so much. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, yeah, that's why I didn't get it. I was constantly looking for everything underneath. Like, mm. I feel like there's just a subtext that was just to a everything little, in these episodes. Yeah, but you're right, it was just a cute little throwaway. ball. Yeah, I think uh, as far as uh, favorite moments, what? Um, well, first off, a couple of favorite moments were moments that happened in my head that I didn't uh, that didn't actually work. Take out. us there, my friend. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> I just can only imagine. So uh, strap in, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, one of my favorite moments certainly was the uh, the Garrison speech on the uh, oh, on yeah. the stage. Um, yes. So when, he, when he's talking about uh, uh, you know all of the ways he was touching <laughs> the women and his dice and clay impression, that was yep. my whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I just assumed it was dice, but then it started to like curtail into just that a sort of, of that, Bruce, that time. A bit of, yeah. yeah, it had that Bill Hicks, the Lenny Bruce, the um, mm-hmm. Dennis Leary, yeah. and yeah. just kind of like those, you know, all those guys. And I just kept waiting for him to like reach behind his head with that cigarette. That was like the only thing oh, that yeah, I was yeah. like totally like, assuming. When, when, was, you, when you like you scratch your opposite cheek with your thumb, that exactly. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wow, that's a that, yeah, that's that interesting. very specific dice move. But yeah. other than that, everything was just kind of like a little bit bland and in kind of encompassing all of those guys instead sure. of a specific. Well, one. maybe yeah, they just didn't want to be too much like this is dice. They wanted to be kind of. Oh be, yeah, yeah. I actually know. didn't even realize. I didn't think he was dice because I, 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 yeah, I understand. I, well, I gave me the dice that with saying these were the. That's moment. what I mean. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was a. It was sort of a, a, an amalgam of a several different yeah. characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, and these were just the moments I was expecting that sure. didn't act, and that was just in contrast to last episode where just about everything I expected panned out, and I just got to see it happen. Yeah, it's true. It was uh, <laughs> a little bit different. The other moment that was like that was actually a little bit earlier in the the initial confrontation with the group of guys, uh, boys and girls in the schoolyard. And then they finally revealed that Butters is standing there with his right. dick out. <laughs> and when he was challenging her, the way that it was kind of escalating, yeah, yeah. I thought they were going to both end up naked fighting. Oh, wow. Okay. But yeah. So, okay. All right. Well, it's a roller coaster of emotions inside Indeed. of you, yeah. <laughs> inside of your expectations, my friend. Um, I, so I had, a, I also had Idy and Carmen. I also had the Denmark song. I don't know why. Oh, I just yeah. Like, I the liked Denmark it guy too. dancing was just, yeah. <laughs> it was great. It's so All stupid, of the Denmark stuff just feels why. like a lull to me. Well, totally. I completely agree with you. I'm not, well, wait, lull in the, in the, in the, tro- in the trolling <laughs> no. pun or just a, a lull of <laughs> an L-U-L-L. No, like a, a, yes, a, a uh, lull in storytelling. Which I guess can be something if you desire to troll yeah. it. 
Um, and also Randy's speech, which I didn't have, but just occurred to me now. Oh, Randy's wow. whole speech I was really fucking telling. It was one of my favorite moments. Um, it wasn't yeah. very funny, but it was just it was so fucking. Oh, it was poignant. It was so perfectly poignant. And yeah. we're gonna we're obviously gonna get there when we get into the to the major themes. But um, one of the other things as far as the reference, like for some reason I had in South Park Notables, I. We had asked the question before. I guess we can just jump into cultural relevance. But so Garrison is Trump. Um, <laughs> the it was pretty funny because I remember one of the first episodes that we did for this season. I, I was asking the question where it's like, are we going to be able to kind of suspend our disbelief and just accept Garrison as Trump, or are we always going to see him as Garrison? Because I, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to. I and I. And then when he came in to start teaching the boys, yeah. it yeah. suddenly occurred to me. I'm like, oh, wait, that's right. Yeah. That's Mr. Garrison. I had completely <laughs> forgotten. Like I had, oh. I was, com- it, it actually did happen. I right was on. completely taken in and I, he just was Trump. Hmm. He was just this perfect, you know, uh, figurehead hmm. for Trump and, yeah, and yeah. he wasn't Garrison. And then I was like, wait, holy shit, that's Mr. Yeah. Garrison. That's true. I did so have a little bit of that moment and I was started to think, what is Trump going to go back to? And it that's totally it. worked. It absolutely yeah. totally worked. Um, so, all right, let's, let's just get into that then. Um, it, it, where is the line? Um, and what I mean by the line in this first instance is going back to what you said, Mr. Shanfa, about um, the stand-up routine. Stand-up routine. I mean, it, you know, it, it's weird because Trump can say theoretically whatever he wants. He mm-hmm. could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and he's not going to lose any voters, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and one of the major themes kind of is context. But but specifically speaking, I mean, is the line simply the 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 intention of comedy. I mean, if Trump was saying everything that he was saying, but had a subversive element of comedy to it, yeah, is it suddenly acceptable? You know what I mean? Like the women walking out on him, mm-hmm. you know, who are fine though, but with all the racist crap. But yeah, the yeah. second the second he starts talking about women, oh, I just want to see, I just want to see where your line was. <laughs> God, that was amazing. I think that is a direct Bill Hicks line quote. But. It is absolutely, but I guess that's that's the question. I mean, it's it's weird. Like, is that the line with Trump? It, it, and I mean, well, what that it's not comedy? Yeah, or? I guess that's what I mean. Like, if this was all for comedy, would it be okay? If if he is Sasha Baron Cohen, if he is Sasha Baron Cohen, a, so, I mean, if the locker room talk, then yeah, character I mean, we have is... you tune into Paula Tinkering if you want to hear more on locker room talk. But I mean, that's the but, whole point. As um, far as... And you guys always yell at me, but that's kind of part of my conspiracy theory. All right, take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joey, <laughs> is he trolling us? Is that's, he trolling yeah. the whole country? I don't think so. Come to the dark side. You want me to play? I'll play. <laughs> I think it'd be amazing. I think it'd be the coolest thing in the world if he really was. I, I mean, I said at the very offset of this entire election that it, I genuinely hope it is the greatest piece of performance art ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the, the whole purpose of a clown is to sort of shed the light and and, and s- satirize all of a, all of the world. I thought clowns were for abducting children. Well, that's part of it too, but okay. you know, that's that's also to satirize the world. Ironically, that's <laughs> what Trump would like to do as well. Kind of, kind of, yeah. Uh, no, but, he'll wait till they're eighteen, then he'll date them. So, what do you think? I mean, do you not think really. Trump is maybe not? I mean, obviously, you don't think he's he's you know being satirical about all of this, but but talk to me about the line. I mean, I think it's interesting uh, that they're pointing it out that all of a sudden it becomes not okay when the, it, it's you uh, and and you feel offended, and that's mm-hmm. slightly hypocritical, right? You, you're fine bashing other groups of people, but when it comes down to you, there the line is drawn. It seems, uh, I think it's just simply pointing out hypocrisy mm-hmm. and in a very simple and poignant way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Fah, uh, you can go on your conspiracy. Go ahead. No, I actually, well. I, un- I unchain you. I'm kidding. That was such a, that was such a condescending un- asshole thing to say, by I'm the way, as if, you're not allowed, <laughs> <laughs> as if you're not allowed to say what the fuck you want. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to bring up, I, I, um, 
Uh, for some reason, I started listening to a couple of Joe Rogan podcasts recently, and he has an interesting phrase he uses, uh, which is recreational outrage. The idea hmm. that people are, um, you know, taking the idea of being offended and kind of taking that as a pastime, essentially. Mm -hmm. The sort of- and That's a good point. Almost embracing the other end of the troll, embracing the victimness of being of Especially being with social media. Exactly, yeah. That's the place to do it because you can bitch and bitch and bitch about on different topics, on different sort of media. You can do it on Twitter, you can do it on Facebook, you can do it on Instagram, you can do it on Tumblr and all these other- So- not only can you, you know, get a lot of mileage out of it, but you can really get a lot of venting. Like you can theoretically, you know, psychologically heal yourself. It's almost like punch, you know, punching it's bag. It's like or, a, it's, it's like a bizarre sort of sadistic catharsis, I guess. Yeah, it's it is definitely sadistic in many ways because you're putting it onto other people. Right. But it's also like that uh, self righteousness that um, you know you're outraged because someone else is being victimized. So yeah. you're, you know, you're almost justifying your, uh, your own outrage. Maybe it's because we're, we're tamping, tamping down our rage in, in every other facet oh, yeah. of life that it just has to come out in some other way. And this is the most uh, PC way to do it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The, 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 the PC outlet because of PC suppression. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, the, uh, nature, uh, finds a way. <laughs> life finds a way. God damn it! <laughs> we still got uh, the gold bloom. Good job. Let's yeah. let's jump into let's jump into the I, uh, the the rigged election Which element. Trying to walk in. Um, so uh, Trump recently has been talking about the you know the this election is rigged, which again I think is the fucking most honestly I'll say is the the most dangerous thing that Trump has been talking about. It's across also the, the board. most brilliant way to have started his campaign. <laughs> like, totally, he said that from the beginning. So no matter what, it's cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, but you know, it, but to be wait, but to be complaining, yeah, definitely. yeah, oh yeah, for he's sure. That's how he's said, always yeah. talked about. Wait, it. He, the he, system is rigged. He's always said. And now he's saying well, the election yeah. is rigged. But he wasn't saying that during the primaries, was he? Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah, he was. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. He lost. To be clear, he was first saying the system is rigged, and then he was talking about the rigged elections with the Iowa caucus and stuff yeah. like that. Right. But it's, so, everything's been rigged. I think what's interesting is, and I know this is not too politinkering, you know, sorry, but it's, it's right, the, the, the Republicans are all kind of condemning that aspect of it, but agreeing with him on the media aspect of it, where he says yeah. the media is all against him, and that's the rigged part. Well, yeah, but then Trump, like, Trump jumps on Twitter yeah. and says, like, yeah, the media is rigged. And also the fact that there's all this widespread, you know, voter fraud, et cetera, et cetera. In three like, cities. Democracy is a fraud and none of it means anything. And full, go fuck yourselves. We're all fucked. It's of course, it's only. <laughs> not wrong. Of course, it's Philadelphia, <laughs> Chicago, and St. Louis. So ironically. What the African-Americans, it's oh, pronounced, yeah. I believe. Um, yeah, because there's the never thing, been so. political corruption in Chicago. <laughs> well, that's, I know that's what he's saying, but it's like, you <laughs> that's know, so sure. In like 50 years Has there years been voter ago. fraud in Chicago? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, the, that's the what dead have been voting for years, man. That's what he's <laughs> throwing back to. Has there been um, proven voter fraud now? In Chicago, yes. Every year, yes. Well, sure, <laughs> but not in, not in the widespread sense that, I mean, you know, that, so so our election is is decentralized. It, it, you, yeah. it, it is almost impossible to have a fucking rigged election in the way that he's talking about. More importantly, there's no evidence to that. But, so I guess here's the more interesting element as far well, as South Park is Alex concerned. That's the Jonesy thing. Sure. But here's the, here's the element as far as South Park. Wait, what are you talking about? I'm going to have to throw it back to this. <laughs> no, no, no. I go to it. South Park. Okay, fine. Sorry. <laughs> That's a deep um, hole. <laughs> in, in, in our world, right, so Trump talking about the rigged election, um, most people are sort of lashing out, or uh, I should say the implications of under, us understanding it was rigged, right? In in our world, um, the, the Trump supporters are lashing out at the, the media and at the potential of voter fraud and are even talking about kind of voter intimidation in, in different cities, right? 
Oh, um, yeah. But yeah. in the South Park world, Not once everybody talking. found out that it was rigged, what did they do? They lashed out at the Garrison, yeah. which is the craziest thing to consider the fact that South Park, theoretically, at this moment, is more sane than our actual fucking world. Well, what, that's always been the case. What do you mean? South, all- South Park is more sane than oh, our world? Oh, I thought you meant Trey and Matt. Like, no, no, no. I'm saying that yeah. South Park, as the universe oh, within the, South Park, the cra- is acting the more rationally in, the people in the than world. our actual universe, Ooh. which is yeah. Yeah. mind-blowing. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and that's sad. It's, the world has folded in on itself, essentially. The world has become well, the I mean, satire. They, they've said South that, Park yeah, their, their, their biggest fear, or one of their fears, is that like the world is just so crazy. Like, How do you satirize it from this point? Like, yeah. what it, you know, the, yeah. the even like the Saturday Night Live sketches, they're really just kind of recaps. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's like it's not true. much. It's very hard to make this election funny. Yeah. I mean, funnier than it already is. Yeah. And so, you know, you just had to add a little bit of character to it. But gotcha. I realize why I love this episode. And it's because it's the most historical of all their episodes. Uh-huh. And uh, they talk about history in such an interesting way. And then obviously we'll talk about um, oh, shit. Uh, Marsh, uh, Marsh's, Stan Marsh's dad. What the Randy. fuck? Randy Marsh. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, sorry, brain fart. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I love the Roman emperor commentary there. The, the, yes, the, the, member, the member berries. and how a society can theoretically only go so far and then start eating Once itself. It lazy. Or, or it gets lazy and start obsessing with its past yeah. that it doesn't really create anything new. Yeah. I had an inclination to actually write down the speech and redo it right here, the entire Randy speech. And but. I, <laughs> I wrote a lot here because I, I thought it was so cogent about everything that they said about the member berries. And it, it really is kind of their thesis, I believe, of this whole season so far mm-hmm. and i think they're getting to it slowly but now is kind of their they kind of, the curtain is slowly falling on what they're trying to go at and that, really because i thought this was like a full reveal like i figured oh, yeah, we wouldn't see this stuff until like the like, final episode yeah i thought it was a big reveal no yeah. i said the curtain is kind of falling. i don't know if i'm, I'm assuming there's gonna be something else I, that's I, all yeah I, okay that's but i think the, the fact is it's this creepy part of nostalgia it's yep. it's the the dark area of history and our, I mean, it's kind of like the heart in my mind, and maybe people are going to argue with this one, of conservatism. And it's over-celebrating our past to the point where we whitewash the, the horrible stuff and only view the beautiful stuff. And it's leading theoretically to Trump. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and that movement of people, I think, or yeah, in I, general. I don't know if it's conservatism, specifically speaking, because there there is an element, again, of just, just art and culture and everything just being yeah. rehashed across the board. And I don't think it, it has as much to do with conservatism as it does with, like you said, first, nostalgia. And I'm not sure the heart of nostalgia is conservatism. Well, what is conservatism? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, even most of music is kind of a member, Barry, and it's been that way for a long time. I mean, you would think that, or I guess it could be argued that even like, you know, any, oh. once they started using the, totally uh, w- what's the, is it Puff Daddy and the Sting thing? And, oh yeah, yes. Just sampling. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the uh, Puff Daddy's, uh, uh, the, the cashmere, Obby. taking cashmere and rapping over it. Uh, oh, Puff Daddy was cashmere. Uh, but what more was importantly, the that, that's the entire premise of hip hop. Oh, I like, you mean, uh, oh, I also that. mean that, yeah, Puff Daddy did also sample the Sting one. Yeah, either way. But I mean, yeah, the idea of hip hop is kind of a member berry if we take it in that, well, the, the idea idea of you know we're latching on to this old and adding a little bit of the new and continuing on i 
get, and I, I think yeah, that's just ahead. kind of a a statement on greater culture. I don't think that is uh, something that is. You know, I'm I'm not blaming hip hop. I'm just sure. saying that's you know symptomatic of the the time. I think that that's fair. I just said a quick hip hop you know history just for anybody oh, out there who's interested. Everyone it's, knows I'm musically like, inept. <laughs> I mean, I think so. So hip hop. I don't want to get too far off track, but essentially, hip hop isn't as much of a member of Barry as it was a byproduct of the fact that there was um uh, less funding for edu- for music and education and thus less instruments to play. And so mm. in the inner cities, what ended up happening was they had the turntables and, um, and uh, and mu- musically inclined people yeah, started yeah. Um, housing black parties where they would take these take their parents' old you know soul and funk records and just start to like play little play little samples of it and mix them around and it was essentially just black party DJs outside um, and they would have an MC who would start to kind of introduce each song talk over it and that ended up to be more poetry based things and it evolved into this into hip hop so it wasn't so much a an element of member ba- of an element of memberberry as it was more modernism. So taking taking little snippets and piecing them together into something else, which right. in a sense actually is memberberry, come to think of it. It's still modernism. Exactly. That's the same thing, and like taking elements of antiquity, which is member. Okay, yeah, fair the, enough. The way it's, that it happens. Yeah, I tossed myself just, into a circle. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's the way you present it. You can put your, if you put your own spin on it, and this is the kind of way my guitar teacher used to always tell me, because he would have, I would always love to cover songs. I would love to cover Beatles songs. And he would say, it's okay, as long as you put your own spin on it and you put your own flavor on it. So if you're putting it through your filter mm-hmm. and making it your own, then it's okay. And I think that's kind of if if you if done right, then it's okay to do a cover. For instance, we all love Hendrix's cover of All on the Watchtower. Mm-hmm. Dylan loves it. Dylan says it's better than his, which he obviously he wrote it. There are times when they're recent co- recent Nobel Prize winner, by the who way. Who doesn't accept it, by the way. <laughs> won't, won't even acknowledge it. Yep. Which is actually pretty badass. I'm sorry, go ahead. Anyways, just the fact that a cover can actually be better. That's all I wanted yeah. to say. Well, as T. S. Eliot said in The Wasteland, one of my favorite modernists, I can connect nothing with nothing. So, whose story was this? Um, this is actually, I think, less of a town story than some of the other episodes have been. Okay. Um, this one, I think, is definitely more of a, a Garrison and... Um, uh, uh, Heidi Cartman? Uh, Gerald? No, yeah, Gerald. I think Gerald. Yeah. Gerald and uh, Garrison is what I, I would mean, say. Cartman had a lot sure, of They had a big in one in this one. Yeah, they had a huge yeah, want they, in this. I, I still feel like there's a... Um, Something uh, underneath it. it. Well, no, I mean, just like even the relationship, we see it like fairly voyeuristically. I feel like we're seeing the relationship through the other's eyes. So it just doesn't feel like their story as much because there's like, there's this like veil yeah, of separation Yeah, you know, that's a there. really good point. It is really hard to connect to them. Yeah. Although maybe. I love them so much. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> I'm so all the time. Wait, when you asked us that question about have we ever whispered like that, I'm assuming the answer for you is multiple times. Yeah, like every day, right? But anyway, so as far as Garrison's story, what do you think Garrison's what do you think Garrison's want is? I it was hard to tell whether it was troll. I, I think he wants to go back to uh back to reality, back to life. Um Okay. I think he yeah. I, what do the trolls want? I'm not sure I understand their whole chaos. point. It's just to Okay. That, um, and Dame, Denmark they want to sit back, yeah. sip some wine, and watch people watch fuck up each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch the fuck world them burn. All hell. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> isn't that kind of mean? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, let's 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 jump back to that real quick again. One of the as far as the, the, the context, moment. I had to go back to it because um, when I so as the, in the major themes I had that context is what I circled um, and and context as far as comedy versus politics and also trolling versus versus I just wrote versus mean, but I'm not quite sure how to ex- how to 
put into words what I mean by that. I, I guess the, the premise is, you know, what at what point, where Are is the line again? Are going to the meaning of meaning? Where is the line? No, we're not. That's, well, it's like, it's like any prank. several weeks, by the way, my friend. That's in like a month that episode will come out. That'll oh, give no. us plenty of time to deal we're gonna with We're going to hear, oh, that's, oh, no. Whatever. It's the future. It, yeah, I the am future dreading that. <laughs> I'm not. I love Watch it. your ears, people. Watch your ears. And so just answer my question first. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's another throwback to the future. Um, so again, the what is the difference between trolling and and cruelty? I think it's all about kind of like pranking. It's Intent, like yeah. yeah, maybe it maybe it's just who the victim, I guess, and who okay. is the victim and had what kind of uh, yeah, you know what I think they, they said it in here. I think the 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 difference is who the react or what yeah whose reaction you're intending to manipulate. Okay, so it's not about the person that you are making fun of. It's about the reaction of the people that saw you making fun of that person, and then the reaction to the reaction of the reaction of the reaction. But of the my guess is chaos. Okay. most trolls don't have the foresight of three chess moves ahead, like Gerald Skank Hunt Forty Two Brofilowski. Most don't. But it's instinctive, though. I don't know if because again, I don't think I think we've mentioned this. They're not specifically attacking the person. Yeah. They're more. So just trying to fucking um, you know, get, it's like they evolution. want their moment. They want their moment in the limelight. You know what I mean? Did, I did, agree. I think it has to do with his recreational outrage, is what Sean yeah. said yeah. earlier. I yeah. think that's part of it, and it's a little bit different than Brofloski's. I want to see millions of people <laughs> fuck with each other and start an entire battle between them. I just thought we could fuck them all to death. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna get better on that. We're going down on South Park. You'll moan until you whine. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. Terraformers. You're so funny. Say it again. Say it again. Bouncy ball? What did you say? 